Welcome, listener, to the return slot of horror. A musical playlist. Do you hear that? Do you hear that uh, guttural, beautiful little sound, listener? It's, it sounds familiar. It sounds like perhaps What's a that? ghost from the past. Who could it be, Mickey? Who is it? Who is joining is us this evening? The one, the only, Marika? Oh, Marika. Yeah. Eureka, it's Marika. <laughs> so everything, is, everything is right in the world. It is the perfect season. It is, you know, the season of the witch. We've got our very own special favorite person in the whole wide world back here with us in the basement. This is a very special, special night, guys. This is a very special oh. night. It's this playlist is, this is... night. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is staff meeting. Yeah, and then what's the, I? Because I am a uh, I don't speak French, and I created this. We created this title, but what? How do you say the this episode title, Marika? <laughs> staff, staff meeting. Staff meeting. C'est l'Halloween. Part trois. Part trois. <laughs> See, you didn't know that. Halloween. I thought you knew. You're like part two. <laughs> You knew that one from Charlie Sheen, but. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. The weather outside is perfect. It's brisk. We all have uh, uh, optominal drinks and Halloween decorations up on the wall. Mickey, what are you what are you drinking tonight? I'm having myself a dogfish head pumpkin ale. It's uh, it's beautiful brown ale brewed with pumpkin and spices. 7%, 7%, so you're going to only stick to one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but like, Ooh. yeah, literally called pumpkin. So good, good stuff. Uh-huh. It's good. Not too pumpkin-y, not sweet. That's what I'm kind of, I like that about it. You get that that slight bit of pumpkin flavor, but an actual, like, beer and a brown ale. There was, there was a stand-up comic once upon a time who, I feel like it was Louis Armstrong. Is that his name? Louis Anderson. Who, Anderson, that's what it was. Yeah, I I think it was him, but he used to do this gag where he was like, "Oh, I play this game with my kids, and I'll fart, and I'll get them to guess what I've eaten." And he would. (laughs) (laughs) The joke was that like he would fart, and the kids would be like, "Is it pumpkin?" But he said it like P U N K I N. Every time I say pumpkin or I see pumpkin, I think of Louis Anderson's farts. That's great. (laughs) It's beautiful. Look it up. Enjoy it's a great every bit. time. You, every time you take a sip, Mickey, it's just, uh, yeah, we should it's make Mickey a mug that's pumpkin? Louis Anderson's butt, yeah. and he can drink. <laughs> and just drink his farts. Yeah. Every time he did the voice of his kid, it's a pumpkin. <laughs> These yeah, he's great. Suffering children. He was anyway, great. Sorry. He was, he was great. great. Yeah, he was great. We 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 lost him a couple of years ago. I believe. I might be speaking out of turn, but he that had a good run on on uh, baskets. Zach yeah, had a great run baskets. Show. Got yeah, Emmy nominations and stuff. So yeah, yeah, great. Um, Marika, what spooky concoction are you drinking this brisk moonlit evening? A sakilitan. Sakilitan. Now I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right, following you. Right? I'm picking what you're putting down. So, so we've got some sake. Hmm. And then we've got <clears throat> some ice. We've got some kale leaves stuffed in there. Oh, just for kale. purposes. Yeah, kale, oh, of course. Uh, I mean, that's for decoration. <laughs> yeah. I had to make the name work for something, right? Uh, and then a little bit of cucumber water. 
So like mm. traditionally you can put like a slice of cucumber in your sake. Sure. But I, I make uh, cucumber water. So you like blend up. It's a mm -hmm. whole complicated process of making cucumber water. But it's fresh and delicious. Mm. And succulentastic. <laughs> succulents, yeah. Not reaching at all for that one. <laughs> nope. Trying to spooky, all right. Listen, I've done healthiest. Worse. That's the healthiest cocktail I've ever done. There was no candy. There were no flames. <laughs> They're very safe. Very safe. Yeah, I'm on a new thing. I'm trying yeah. to be healthy. <laughs> anyway. Michelangelo, what are you drinking out of your pumpkin cup? Yeah, that looks like, like Lucas, mug. but kind of <laughs> a little bit, right? As he does look like butt I'm kissing, I'm kissing Louis Anderson's butt. Um, I am having a a a, a beer <laughs> from uh, a few years ago, uh, Jacktoberfest. You know, I got to stay in shape, so we're having some Jacktoberfest. Jacktober, Do you remember these, yeah. Mickey? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're um. I don't like to speak uh, ill of uh, Ross Brewing Company, um, but they they had a good idea to mix together an Oktoberfest beer and a pumpkin ale into one beer, and um, I love them, but I I I, I and you got to try one at some point mm -hmm. in your life, but mm -hmm. uh, it's not great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's one of those things that's what you'll like, be enjoying today how how, yeah. how great is pumpkin stuff you know what i mean yeah. it's, it's it's either really amazing and that's mm -hmm. the small mm -hmm. percent of it and then the most mm -hmm. of it's just like ugh. but yeah. hey it's yeah. that time of year it's jacktober exactly. it's jacktober exactly. baby <laughs> um, so you're like suffering so yeah. through a beer <clears throat> i wouldn't say i'm suffering um, but yeah, I mean, these are champagne uh, you know, problems. Yeah, these are champagne problems. Exactly. So. I mean, technically, they're beer. They're beer craft beer problems. Champagne of beer problems. Yeah. Let's fucking get to this shit. Let's get you. to this song. Let's, get, let's do this thing. Yes, I'm so Didn't... excited. Was it hard this year? <laughs> Was it hard this year to only pick three? Yeah, I mean, there are so many songs. Now, I want to go on record as saying that 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 anybody who has gone beyond the podcast and listened to our actual playlist, there are so many songs on there. Thank you, so Marika. many songs. Yeah, so many songs. So it's hard for me to pick out a song because I'm like, what's not on the playlist? You know. But then I'm like, wait a second, it's okay because we haven't talked about these songs, so it's on the playlist, and we're talking about it, and we haven't talked about it before. I think it's totally fine. But yes, it is hard to find new Halloween music because of how deep the playlist goes. I listen to this podcast or to this the playlist fairly regularly, and so there Me are too. songs that aren't particularly Halloweeny, but I they're in that context so much that now they've just become Halloween songs for me. So the I Superman song is, 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 <laughs> is, is the Superman song an official Halloween song for you now? When you hear it, you just think exactly of Halloween. It hasn't I got, gone over there's... the cusp yet. No, we'll, we'll circle back to this when you when you listen to one of my picks because we're gonna okay. have, I think we're gonna have some questions. <laughs> okay. okay, you got a, you got a bit of a stretch going. If you if you go back and listen to uh, uh, Halloween, our first Halloween playlist episode, I made a hard push for a song from the Superman uh, uh, soundtrack. 
Um, my reasons are stated. Uh, I, whenever I do listen to that episode, I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> of like, I was like such a little baby. I was like, no, we're doing it. I don't care. I'll quit. I'll burn this place to the ground. And I still feel that way, but it's, I do feel ashamed. I do feel shame. You feel some shame, yeah. shame. And when, and I've admitted this already, but when we listen, when we're, li you're listening to that playlist and that song comes up, it just, oh, the whole I playlist just comes to a screeching halt. It falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. Uh, so on that note, Michelangelo, what's your first pick tonight? Yeah. Oh, okay. So let's go for let's, it. Let's see let if you go. can redeem yourself. So, I mean, this is, you're going to see right away. Um, we're going to play it here for a sec. I'll let you listen. I mean, you should know it right away. Yeah, it's the theme to Suspiria. Wonderful. I Goblin. Fantastic. Uh -huh. Love this song. Yeah. I used it. this recently when talking to somebody about the Captain music I wanted to use for a scary video we are going to do for him. Oh, so classic. Right? And, uh, yeah, all the voices. Uh, uh, yeah. I just, I fucking love this song so much. Um... Uh, so, it's Goblin, 1977, Suspiria, track one, Suspiria-Original, or original, so it's like the main, it's the main theme from Suspiria, um, it is, like, when the second, like, I, I, I call it the second act of the song, but, like, yeah. Uh, it just like the, it, it, it. It's so creepy. It's um, uh, it's like the, so. Like the genesis of my love of horror begins with Dawn of the Dead, mm -hmm. and like gets solidified with John Carpenter's Halloween. And I love everything about Dawn. And the score was the first time that I ever heard that style of music. Right. So Goblin mm -hmm. did the score for um, Dawn of the Dead the complexity and improvisational and experimental exploration of instrument used was my first exposure to that type of music and it just transports me into the psyche of the characters in the film the vibe and the atmosphere um it just it brings goosebumps to my skin and makes my hair stand on end uh, um, and it just like it's it's just so much fun, and I I, I I you can't help but be transported into this uh, particular vibe. And um, friend of the show Chris, I, I had mentioned this uh, before in a previous episode, but friend of the show Chris bought me a uh, uh, a ticket and, to come out to see him in Wisconsin um, to see Goblin live score the film Suspiria. So I got to watch Suspiria with Goblin like doing the live score. It was one of my, f uh, like uh, if you go to our Instagram page, I, I put up some photos. Um, they did the whole film and then they did a concert after the film with like highlights from all the horror films they did. And it's like, it, I, I could not recommend that you like enough that you go and you see them if you can because it's, I think they're touring right now and they're doing um, demons. I'm not gonna lie, listening to that track just now, 
I'm like, oh, I have to watch the original Suspiria again. Because I, I so watched good. the remake of Suspiria, which was... I loved it. Good. Did you? It was um, good? I've not I seen loved, it. I, yeah, it was good. <laughs> um, but I haven't seen the original in a long, long time. And I have... You know my memory is. <laughs> it is what it is. It's a, no, well, for those of you but who don't know... I remember loving it. Um, I have a very poor recollection of stuff I have consumed unless I've unless it was really remarkable in my mind or I've watched it a number of times. And so I remember I distinctly remember loving the original Suspiria. Um, mm -hmm. I, I couldn't tell I remember someone's head getting chopped off. Uh, but that's about it. But now I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta it's the spooky it's, season. I it would be like a good one to revisit. Yeah. I know it's what we're doing after great. this I mean, uh, recording. The, uh, Going to work? It has, yeah, watching. Well, you can watch no, movies well, at work. Yeah, it's well, we're about we're watching while we're at the part of working. But no, this is um, why nothing gets done. And I think that the visuals of Suspiria are so strong that this harkens those visuals a little bit when I'm listening to it, yeah. which yeah. also just adds extra layer of of how good this is. You know, so I'm I'm all on board with this. Amazing. All right, That's fantastic. That's a great. First pick. Uh, so yeah. I, I, personally, I would personally go five pumpkins on this. Oh, yeah. We have to decide. Is this uh, five blazing jack-o'-lantern pumpkins that are sexy? That's uh, If you listen to you our previous... All those <laughs> yeah. No, well, like that's, yeah. That was that was all the things so far. Yeah. All, all the things so far that we've uh, 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 built on. I think it's just the more uh, Jacktoberfests and pumpkins. Yeah. Yes. I would yeah, this oh. this is great. This is a great song. I think that, you know, awesome. uh, yeah, I would jack Tober to this song like all month long. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So you would okay. if you were to walk into a video store and you hear this playing, you're like, fuck, yes, I am at I'm in the right place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. And you would get it immediately walking in. I, I played this, I was just saying this. This past week, we were talking to a client who wanted to do a little like scary video fun thing for their com for the company we do video work for as like moonlighting from the video store. And uh, I played this song for Molly, and she was like, "Wait, I've heard this somewhere." I was like, "Yeah, it's from Suspiria," and she was like, "God, it's so good." I was like, "It's so good, it's so good." So I'm I'm really happy with that that pick. That's a good one. Thank you. And I I think I I'm going to ask you to try to uh, at the end of my picks. To remember, there's there's a, going to be a constant uh, a theme. I think that will. I didn't realize when I was picking my songs that there's this theme. So can I guess right away what it is? Yes. Ballerinas. No. Can I can I take a guess? Yes. Goblin. No, 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 no. I did. I did have to like. <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I was okay. like three goblin songs. I, I, three I, goblins have, I, I have some. I have some backups, and like some of them sound like okay. goblin. Um, okay. uh, but those are my backups for a reason. But you'll see. Okay. You'll see. Um, okay, okay. So okay. who's next? Right, who's move. next? Who's next? Uh, Mickey. Yeah, Let's I'll go, go next. So uh, this first one, uh, just you'll see right there. It's the Lost Boys' "Cry Little Sister" by Cry um, Little Sister. <laughs> yeah. By uh, G. Tom Mack, also known as Gerard, uh, my phone, Gerard McMahon, and it's part of the Lost Boys soundtrack. If you want to play it, it's just, it is just '80s awesomeness. I really need to see Lost Boys. <laughs> All right, 
Yeah, you know, you feel that? Almost like it has like a... Like, almost like it feels like it starts kind of like Top Gun, but like a creepy Top Gun. Like a creepy Top Gun? Yeah. <laughs> I When I think of Halloween, I think of creepy Top Gun. I think that most people get this. This is like the only hit this guy ever had. It's 100% right in line with like that kind of 80s horror that I grew up with. You walk in a store and you hear that. I think I think you're walking in the video store that you that I, that I belong in. You know, Lost Boys is somewhere. You know, it's interesting. I don't think I've ever the beginning of the song. I just the cry, little sister. Yeah. There we go. Okay, now I'm hooked. Yes, in the chorus. Now, I have a question. Yeah. What's up? This is more for Marika. Mm. Um, I love the song, but you're familiar with Lost Boys, yeah? I've never seen it. So you've never seen it. So this is perfect for you then, this question. Do you, does it invoke a creepy feeling, a spooky feeling, a Halloween-y feeling at all for you? And I'm not being judgmental, Mickey. I'm just curious. No. What? No, come at on. Face, no, at face value, no, not really. It sounds like like a like an eighties song. Yeah. But it doesn't have any listen. Little, We've been through this with my too, where you guys were like, this isn't It's got like creepy this kids weird, are like, haunting. It was it's got haunting like, like kind of um, like we're talking about personal opinion religious kind of thing going on with like the you know choir of, of angels associations between pieces of music and and media i but i would never say like no we're not putting this on a playlist because it's from lost boys which 99 percent of the population has probably seen it probably yeah. one of the only four people on earth who has not yet seen lost boys which should probably be one of my objectives for this year um mm, yeah but it doesn't have like it doesn't have a it doesn't have like a spooky undertone but what does that even mean Mickel and mickey's disagreeing but that's fine no i'm not just no oh, I, rolling I, value, his eyes. I value oh, i value yes. he rolls his eyes <laughs> i value your opinion are agreeing with you no no these uh. this eye roll means i totally understand what you're no, saying I, I i i love and value your opinion i just don't share that opinion for me i walk into a video store in halloween time i hear them playing cry little sister i am like these guys fucking get me they get me but so, but you think that's because of your strong connection to this film that is beloved to you well i mean that has a part to do with it but also just like i mean eyes without a face is another one i love 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 and that's not in the actual movie i just there's something about that 80s kind of like i don't know british rocker sound you cry little sister it just feels like that was of a time when i was introduced to horror films it was when horror films were really like kind of coming back with this new feeling of like being a family product, a product for teens, sexy vampires. This song sc screams sexy vampires. Guys, Which is family. I, 
Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Me and my young sons, we like sexy vampires. <laughs> what I'm hearing is that you really like 80s horror movies with songs that reference to. Actually, no. <laughs> British 80s rockers who make songs that have some sort of a link to horror movies. Because between Eyes Without a Face, which is super not a spooky song, but. Oh, I, I think it is. I, I I would argue with you there. To me, it's spooky. It's spooky. It's, spooky. it's an awesome song, and it's uh, leagues above "Cry Little right, Sister." Little, it's just, well, it's yeah. just like from a technical standpoint. Oh. But, Billy, Billy but, Idol's like yeah, leaps and bounds above you know okay, Tom enough. G. Mac. But but regardless, this is this song belongs on. I, I'll die on this hill. Don't you dare give it less than three. I think bonkers. I really, I what I really want to do is like push it the way you guys did with my with my Superman. Talk. This is not even the one that I think is a questionable one. This is the one that thought was a was like a absolute like it's a rubber from, stamp. It's from a horror It's not movie. a shoo-in. Therefore, it gets it gets points for being from a horror movie. Now, what's working? You know to how many right Jack Tobers? How many Jack Tobers? I have not seen this horror movie. That's the problem. Now, once you see it and you see this song is like the theme, it's the glue that holds the movie together. <laughs> okay, that's we will, pushing it a there little will bit. be an addendum to this episode of me yeah. really like putting down next the, year the stamp of approval. Yeah. Okay. Does it pass or not? So for me, obviously, it gets ten pumpkins, flaming pumpkins. <laughs> out of five. Again, he goes, yes. "It's out of five, Mickey. Stop." <laughs> his opinion doesn't matter on this one, Michelangelo. How many pumpkins? <laughs> Um, well, you know me. Lost boys. And, um, Lost Keeper Sutherland. Hold on, handsome hold on, guy. Hold on, hold on. Let him. You know me. And if you've listened to the previous episodes, you will know that I have given every single song that has ever come up five pumpkins, five jack o' lanterns, five uh -oh. sexy blazing jack o' lanterns, five Jacktoberfests. And that's what this gets. But. I think Marika's whatever she says is could probably be more reflective of my actual <laughs> opinion. <laughs> Five pumpkins. You heard it here. Five pumpkins. Pumpkins. Is it pumpkins? <laughs> um. Now are we okay? I feel like we be haven't honest. fully. No, no, no. But are we are we gauging on Halloweeniness or on like worth to be on the playlist? I, I would say, uh, and Mickey, you, you, you like we, you know, all chime in, right? It's like, it's it's Halloweeniness, but also like, I guess you would you can fold sort of like spooky horror connection right. okay. type songs okay. into it because obviously, I mean, you'd have a very limited amount of songs you could pick from if it had to straight up be Halloween, and that's Got you it. know we. I don't I don't see it. I don't see a world in which the guy who chose Superman for the first episode should be the yeah. one. To, yeah. Not no, but would you agree with what I said? Creepy. Listen, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going I'm with go, you. man. I'm supporting you, Mickey. He's pleading your case. I'm going to go for pumpkins. Oh, that's very generous. That's very generous. It is very generous. I was going to say three, but then I thought it was going to open a whole other conversation. In my opinion, in my oh, opinion. And I'm Canadian. <laughs> I'm Canadian, so I'm being polite, so I'm giving it four. <laughs> I were American. Two and a half. I choose, oh, I choose songs that one. What? 
you choose songs. You, you choose you choose songs. One, I want to. I want to know your criteria. It. One is that it has to actually mean something to me. I'm not going to choose a Halloweeny song that I wouldn't ever listen to or don't like, right? Of course, even if it's yeah. Halloweeny. Number so number one, it comes from a place of personal um, um, affection towards something that is horror. So I'm starting in the horror space, and then I'm like, this should be because I'm not looking at because there are staple Halloween songs. I'm looking for songs that aren't staple Halloween songs that I can bring into the fold and introduce yeah. the masses to, and create and create a a a a wider vision of what is a scary song. You know right. what is what, and you'll well, hear and it as, as we, we move saying, on further as we're curating this playlist. There are songs that are grouped in with all with the monster mash and with whatever else. And then in your subconscious, they become yeah. I was listening to the playlist today. And I was this... like, this isn't particularly Halloween-y, but it's I always listen oh, to it in the I'm listening to the Halloween playlist. Mm-hmm. Probably so Little Sister was the safest Halloween pick song. I had. <laughs> That that's crazy to me that that's your oh, safety geez. pick. By the way, like yeah. I, it, this, and I, I, I want you to remember how how like supportive I'm being. I'm being about this <laughs> because Uh-oh. you were you, you were no you were supportive. You you I was supportive. You, you were you were very much in <laughs> like disagreement with it being a, Hall- a Superman being a Halloween song, yeah. which I get, but you you were nice about it. And I, that's what yeah. I'm I'm doing here. We we're, we're, uh, we're, we want the the list to be inclusive. Thank right? you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Make sense. Yep. I think really my only criterion uh, when it comes to these songs is that it it's not blatantly uh, uh, a song about another like holiday, right? Yeah, a Christmas song or an Easter song or a Rosh Hashanah song. <laughs> it depends on what you think of. I mean, like uh, that. Okay. okay, no, no, no. We're not gonna. We're not, the great debate. Yeah, will the great uh, okay. yeah. Uh, yeah. nightmare before Christmas put it on the debate? We'll Marika, put it on the Marika, show. your first pick. You got. You got to let us know. First mm-hmm. pick, Marika. Now, so this is a song we all know, but I picked a specific version mm-hmm. of it. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> My first pick is the Beetlejuice theme song, but I did not go for the Beetlejuice movie theme song. Uh, I've selected the Beetlejuice cartoon show opening credits song. Uh, So it's based on the theme from the film, Beetlejuice, obviously. Uh, but it was rearranged for the cartoon, and it was rearranged by Danny Elfman. So I feel like it all good. It all yeah. fits. You can't argue. You can't argue with my pick, man. It's a no. Danny Elfman song awesome. picked. You know, rearranged by Danny Elfman. Yeah, and the animation is amazing. I love the show. So I was thinking about this. I love this song. It's on. Like I own this song. I've been listening to it forever. And it actually made me question whether I saw the Beetlejuice cartoon or the movie first. And I'm honestly not sure. Interesting, yeah. Because the show started, I mean, the show was there. I know that, like, my parents wouldn't have taken me to see Beetlejuice the movie in the theater like that's that would never ever ever would have happened and I actually remember seeing Beetlejuice the first time and it was at like family friends 
who had kids and they had rented mm. the VHS. And so we watched it. Um, but the film came out in 88. The cartoon came out in 89. And so I don't actually remember like which, yeah. which came first for me, like the cartoon or the movie. Do you guys no, like, did you guys see Beetlejuice in the theater? I I definitely saw I Beetlejuice in the theater, and um, oh, you're so lucky. So I'm assuming it was before the cartoon. Probably, Although, yeah, would have been. And I only I only say this because I don't think we went to like um the second run, like dollar, like you used to be able to go. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. To go to second runs and pay a dollar to see a movie. Yeah. So when you're when you're a middle class family, uh, lower yeah. middle class family, and you With got five like five kids. kids <laughs> Yeah. The dollar movie theater is where you go. The way go. Um, yeah. Yeah. But even with that consideration, I, I would have to imagine that still, you know, animation takes such a long time uh, to produce. So uh, I remember the cartoon fondly and I was like, yes. Yeah, there was that was a, a, a great time. <laughs> that was an amazing time for cartoons. General, especially like cartoons. based off of movies. And, but the, the fun thing about the cartoon is that like it kind of expanded in a super fun way because obviously in the movie the deetses are or not the deetses uh the the maitlands so the maitlands die and so like it's more about the maitlands and beetlejuice because they're all in the netherworld right and then but the fun thing is that in the cartoon for some reason it was Beetlejuice and Lydia. And so you had like the mm-hmm. kid and the like netherworldly. And so they were constantly like dancing mm-hmm. between those two worlds. And I was yeah. like, I want to be Lydia. I feel like it might have started there that my whole spooky thing. <laughs> it's like, I want to be Lydia so bad. <laughs> I used to have action figures of the football players. You know what I'm talking about? Oh my God. Because they were in the cartoon like, as well. Like, really? So and I, I had action figures of the football players. Yeah. Uh, I don't know I why. Didn't know they made I, those. Yeah. That's crazy. They That's did. They so- did. Funny. Um, I like but, uh, yeah. Spider. <laughs> no. Were the action figures based off of the cartoon football players or the movie? I think so. Um, I think so because it, w- it would make sense. Because I, I remember I had like a, a series of like Beetlejuice toys because you could buy Beetlejuice in a bunch of different cool outfits, like you know, with but they were all not like Michael Keaton looking, you know, they were much more like cartoony. And right. I, I feel like they had to be a, a part of like a rollout with the animation was like a series of toys, you know? Oh yeah, probably for sure. For sure. And I feel like the cartoon is probably way more accessible. And again, I seriously wonder if I saw the cartoon because when you were a kid in the late eighties, early nineties or in the nineties period, like you saw the movies that your parents took you to see. Mm -hmm. Yes. Whereas like cartoons, whatever was on TV, you had access to, right? And so mm-hmm. that's I, I kind of I don't channels. know. That's why. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what year was this cartoon? Did it come out? Eighty nine. Eighty nine. Eighty nine to ninety one, and that was it. Huh. Huh. It's pretty. It's pretty short run. Um, Isn't that crazy. Do yeah. you have you revisited the cartoon series, Marika? Is it something you've you you would like? This is this holds up as a like a great I, piece of art. I have. <laughs> I don't know if it would be a great piece of art. Uh, well, I mean, it's, I it's not, cartoons. Cartoons automatically are art. Yeah, my book. I have not rewatched it, but I will tell you, I occasionally teach in high schools, and I went to visit my TV, like my TV and cinema class, a couple months ago. And I walked in, and they were having like a work period, but there's like every classroom now has a smart TV. 
And so I walked into the classroom and they had an episode of Beetlejuice on, like on mute, but like that was mm. what they'd chosen oh, to put awesome. on the screen. And I was like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. I was so happy. <laughs> it's like, yes, yes. Okay, good, good. The right things are like making it through the years. Do you, what, do you think they were watching the cartoon because there's the sequel coming out and it's in production? So it's like renewed interest in like mm. the properties I of. I, d- I, I don't think so. I mean, I feel like when you're a teenager, it's like whatever's in front of your face is interesting, but like they wouldn't be retrospective, you know, like to be like, oh, there's something coming out. I should watch things that can't like I don't think they have. But like what's old is new again. Like teenagers yeah, now have true. have Backstreet Boys stickers on well, their the laptop. 90s are and very like, hot right yeah, now the 90s are back so i think that it's just in terms of that like they're rediscovering just as much as like when we were in high school things from the 70s and the 80s like the early mm. we liked it was vintage yeah <laughs> vintage 90s yeah. um do you are you excited for this new beetlejuice maybe no. yeah i mean Mickey? i let's let's see apprehensive apprehensive the reality is that we are currently in a writer's guild of america strike a screen actors guild of america strike it i think that they had started production when the strikes happened i and i'm not trying to be pessimistic but i let's wait and see if that even gets done because who knows? Because a lot of projects are currently being flushed because like it's just such a long hiatus that so I don't know. I mean, and I don't maybe it'll be great. Who knows? Maybe. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah. Because it because be... the, the chances are low, right? But you know what? Okay, but well, what I will say, the Beetlejuice musical, go see that. Was that awesome? I've heard it's I've heard it's great. Yeah. Currently on tour everywhere in America. And I... it's a good show. It's like it's a musical, but I have a friend who's on Broadway and she told me she said that. If there was one show she'd have me take my kids to, it would have been Beetlejuice. She said it's just, yeah. it's just eye candy. It's beautiful. It's fun. It's got heart. It's fun. She said it's just, it's a great, it's great. So yeah. So I if also, you if you need something I'm, I'm to take over, go see the Beetlejuice musical. No one is on strike. <laughs> I'm easy to impress with with musicals on Broadway. I, I love them all. Yeah. Um, if you are interested in uh, listening to us have a deeper discussion about Tim Burton. And Tim Burton films, uh, listen to our Sleepy Hollow episode from one of our Halloween specials uh, a couple seasons ago. Uh, I think we we get into the we get into the weeds with like Tim Burton and his career mm-hmm, and everything. Mm-hmm. So but we don't need to get into that now. Pumpkins. Oh. Seven hundred pumpkins. Ooh. Jesus Christ with the seven hundred pumpkins. Twenty five Jacktobers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how do you how do you like I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and listen to all these and I'm gonna write down exactly the numbers <laughs> and it's like how does this correlate? It <laughs> well, yeah, it's you right like you gotta now. you don't my ratios are very hard to understand. Yeah, you have to do like Jacktober <laughs> math. Hexover man, like meathead man. Yeah. Yeah. Divided by seventy-two percent of eight hundred seventy-five. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's like it's like the real world currency. It's always changing, baby. I give it five. So I'll five, take that as a five pumpkins. Five cartoon <laughs> pumpkins. Ooh, five cartoon pumpkins. Add into the list. Thank you, thank you, Michelangelo. What is your, your next second pick? pick? My next pick. 
This is great. This fucking song. This is. I love it. Dance with the Dead, 2017, from the album B-Sides, Volume 1, Track 1. Get out! Michelangelo, I'm going to admit, you're a lot more metal than I had you pegged yeah. for. Yeah, Michelangelo's coming with that. Like every once in a while, you're like, you're like, oh, have you heard of these guys? I'm like, yes. It's like a 16-bit horror video game made love to an 80s horror movie, and their demon offspring had a guitar battle with Beelzebub. It, it's like impossible to not be energized by the song. It's the devil's espresso. I'm in a fast car driving down a deserted highway to hell. I'm fucking fighting all the deadites with my bare fists, and I'm winning. That's what I feel. I feel like fucking invincible when I hear this song. I mean, this reminds me of so many other great metal. Like, who are do you know what the genesis of Dance Like, I don't know Dance with the Dead. I know um, this album. I'm fairly but, like, new to them. They remind me of a bunch of other metal bands I know. It's short, intense, like two minutes, 37 yeah. seconds. It's like... I would love this on like a workout playlist as well. Oh my right? god! I could just see myself just like jogging doing, to this, doing one arm yeah. pull-ups. You know, it'd be great just, if uh... if if those zombie uh, jogging app things where that yeah. you can sync to your playlist were actually any good. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, the downside of them, right? There's there's one that I found. This is forever ago. This is when we were training for the Tough Mudder. That was good, but then every time you like started a new workout, it restarted the same story, and you're like, mm-hmm. after your third run, you're like, yes, yes, can we have a chapter two? It. Can we have a chapter three? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was, I was just talking to Allie about the, the zombie running app, and it's a shame that it's like it's it's, it, you know, I I talk about uh, listening to Goblin and running during the height of the pandemic in one of our previous uh, Halloween playlist episodes. And it's just, what was frustrating for me is you can put on sprint mode where it's like zombies will get close to you and you have to run faster. Mm -hmm. And every time I was getting like, I was losing points because I was getting caught. And I'm like, there's no, uh, like, I'm not like a professional athlete or anything, but there's no way I am so much faster than your average runner. Like, there's no way I'm getting caught. I'm running so hard and fast right now. It's crazy. So I I was like, this fucking, it's not me. Obviously, it's not me. It's this fucking app. Doesn't know what I fucking do it. Stupid. (laughs) So I stopped using it. You get that, Mickey, right? You'd be like, there's no way I'm getting caught by these. I'm running so fast right now. Listen, you're talking to a guy who's spent the last 20 years of his life training for a zombie apocalypse. All right. <laughs> My military background, I would not yeah. not be taken by a zombie. I would be like, yeah, I'd I'd be I'm trying to think of of who I would be in a zombie apocalypse to give reference to those people at home. I would be oh, like you're Brad Pitt in World War Z, baby. Done. I take it. <laughs> no, you see the guy in like at the beginning of like at the end of the first act who's like, "All right, everybody, Here's what we're gonna do. I know what we're doing, and then who like gets killed by them? Well, walks out immediately, gets killed. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. it's just like a luck. Yeah. It's like a luck thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah immediately like zombie and one. He's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Actually, what's the, what's the zombie from Return of the Living Dead? What's her name? Uh, you know, ah, oh, God. Linnea, Linnea Quigley's zombie or Tarman? Well, yeah, Linnea Quigley's uh, zombie. I don't know the name of her they zombie. Ah, her, uh, they call her something. Wait, That's the zombie but I would she's, be. Uh, trash is her yeah. character. Trash. Yeah, I, I would be. I would be her. That's the zombie I'd be. Oh, Red God, hair. I don't want to see you do that. Yeah, dance. Oh, butt naked walking around. And everyone like, well, I'm attracted, but also not attracted. I don't know what I'm feeling right now. No woman would be like, hey, <laughs> blue guy. I'm going to wait hair. for this scary looking naked man to get real close to me. <laughs> <laughs> Penises are like zombies, they're terrified. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Put them away. Put him away. Okay, so um, now our first our first three picks were directly linked to a film. Yeah. This one is not. So yes. my question is if you were to walk into a video store and this song was playing. Oh my gosh, I can't store, believe we forgot that to do that. I know for the, but the previous No, songs. we didn't forget, but like for the first three, it was pretty I obvious because they were like I didn't. I forget. I forget nothing except the plot, actors cultural threads soundtracks to every single movie i've ever seen uh so you walk in you hear this song in a movie store what does it make you want to listen to you or what do you recommend to someone coming yeah to recommend the film to this yeah mickey what song do you or what uh film do you recommend maybe i i, I uh, maybe trick-or-treat no no not 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 the latter day trick-or-treat the the earlier trick-or-treat with the heavy metal band where the dude you know dies and comes back and like, you know, kills all the people in that town. You know what I'm talking about? Not trick or treat, but trick, trick or treat. Yeah, 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 okay, okay. Yeah, it's like kind of a metal. It's it's like, it's, it's totally metal. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, so that kind of fits in that that wheelhouse. Um, I don't know, Return of the Living Dead feels mm -hmm. like it could totally be with this this movie. I If I walked into a video store and heard this, I would, I think that those were where my mind would go listening to it. And I would identify this as like, this is like, yeah, this is 80s, early 90s, like metal, like death metal, like, I don't even call it death metal because it's not, it's not even death metal. It's, it's, like, death like, metal. it's like surf metal with like a, a, a horror-ish kind of thing. You don't think? It's not surf metal, no. It's not okay. death metal. What, what metal is it? Mm, I, I, like somewhere between like speed metal and like maybe a bit of like Nintendo core. Okay. I'm sure they classify yeah. themselves as something else, but sure. That feels about right. Yeah. Well, I am not the metal. I am not a metal head. So I will refer to Marika on the metal genre, but I, I have definitely am familiar with the sound and like it, it takes me to a place kind of like return to living dead or trick or treat. What's that Marika? horror movie that, um, Dave Grohl did. Oh, the recently. Oh. Six six six. Yeah, six six six. I yeah. haven't seen it, but I feel like that would be a good fit. Like I again, I've not seen it. I but it just the the Hold on. It's uh Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters six six six. Room six 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 or something. Studio six six six. Studio six six six. I haven't again, seen it. Having not seen it. <laughs> like, what is I, that old? I'm a huge Foo Fighters huge Foo Fighters fan and I haven't seen it because I'm afraid like I'll hate it because <laughs> it's mm. a fucking horror comedy it's really hard to pull that off Fair enough. maybe yes. it's brilliant I don't know but I have I have not watched it yet Fair um 
what comes to mind, two movies come to mind for me, um, and that's um, Wormwood. I don't know if you guys ever saw 2014 Wormswood. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it's like an Australian zombie apocalypse movie, but it was like super ultra low budget. And the guy who directed it, I think he made it over the course of a year on the weekends. And it's like okay. considering like it's um, uh, limitations going into making it. It's really fucking good. I, I I would highly recommend you check it out. And then the other thing that comes into mind is Kung Fury. I don't know if you guys have oh, seen yeah. Kung Fury. Not necessarily a horror film. It has no. some horror elements to it. Uh, but again, uh, a, like an individual filmmaker making something like on the cheap and did it like a crazy amazing job with it. Right. It's like, Mickey, Mickey, you need to see Kung Fury. I think it's right up your alley for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, I would also yeah. recommend um, or suggest there's a film called Punk Rock Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Um, have you actually heard of it, Michelangelo? I have. I have not seen it, but I've heard of it, yes. So it's this B-horror movie. Kind of, I, I my assumption is that it was made by trauma, not sure. But basically, it's this horror movie about a killer that goes around warped tour just to give you an idea of the okay. era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's on warped tour and mm-hmm. there's a killer and there's all these scenes with like bands that are on warped tour and I think it was 2002, 2003. Mm-hmm. Very B. Very like low budget, full of heart, but very B. Um so yeah, that's what and I'm an extra in- <laughs> Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Of course, you fucking nice. keep that right at the end there. Of, yeah, 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 yeah. I die in a crowd we're, of at a show. We are doing that movie. We are watching that movie this month. Oh, my God. We are watching this movie. I've been an extra in a bunch of bad B-horror movies. Um, it's amazing. It's but great. yeah, so Punk Rock Holocaust. It was good. Like, I feel like the idea behind that movie was really good. And yeah. The people directing it had access and like, and it, but it was a different era. Like it was so much harder yeah. to make film back then, but, and I haven't watched it in forever, but yeah, we could definitely do that. Punk rock Holocaust. Okay. I'm writing that down. We got to, uh, Mickey, what's your next pick? Okay. Anna, before you look at it, I got to preface this. Oh, wait, did we f- do pumpkins? I, I got pumpkins for this one. Uh, 700 no, no, pumpkins. Mi- 700. <laughs> for, for, yeah. The dead song. Yeah. So to like even it out to five, I'm gonna give it one, and then the average will be five. No, what are you doing? Got it. Give it your real <laughs> vote. <laughs> you see, you see how angry he got. He got he got so bit out of shape at the idea. Don't listen to his okay. insanity. What's your vote out of five pumpkins? Five. Five. Yeah. He got five pumpkins. He got five I pumpkins. Actually, I am giving it one one pumpkin, actually. No, you're not. No, no. you're not. No, you know, this song actually really does deserve five Jacktobers because I could see myself getting jacked in the gym to this one. Yeah. Absolutely. And Absolutely. What candy would you eat with the song? <laughs> I'm gonna go with rockets. <laughs> just made the fucking rockets. <laughs> Me too. Rockets ball. for sure, dude. Rockets, rockets for dude. sure, dude. Yeah, you wouldn't know understand rockets, Marika. That's like a, it's like an American candy. I think Canadians call I'm, them Smarties. No, I'm thinking Pop Rocks. I'm sorry, Mickey. I thought Pop Rocks, not rockets. I don't know what rockets are. It's one of your old man candies. 
<laughs> okay, we're getting off topic. <laughs> Hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. what are it's what are the, what are it, rockets? We've Marty had this conversation is. like seven hundred times, a million times. Canada, okay. it's rockets. In America, it's Smarties. Mm-hmm. I oh. said, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, Which I say pop rock for sure. Because I was like, wait, what are rockets in America? <laughs> right, this right, is right, a right. pop rock uh, song, okay. in my opinion. Mickey, what is your yes. next? So let me preface it. In you? ninth grade, I had like a four month period where I went to bed every night listening to "The Wall" by Pink Floyd, and it would give me this like strange anxiety to whether or not I would reach before I fell asleep to the trial. Because when I hit the trial while laying in bed, I couldn't sleep because all the sounds in that particular song are like floating through the air and really like affecting me mentally. And it would make me feel like going to bed. I was like losing my mind. So it was a very eerie and creepy thing that I did to myself for like four months in ninth grade. And whenever people like, I hear the song, the trial, I'm always like, kind of get this eerie, creepy, like, like anxious thing in me. I don't know why I did it to myself, but I was like, if there was a song that isn't in the lexicon of Halloween songs, that deserves some form of of nod for being just incredibly eerie and weird. It's the trial, Pink Floyd, The Wall. Give it a listen. By minute, by the three minute mark, you're into a very different song than you started in. I mean, already it starts with the creaking door. Yeah. Which clearly Thriller stole from. <laughs> Clearly. Good morning, the work, your honor. The crown will plainly show the prisoner now stands before you. Was caught It's very uh, theatrical. Mm-hmm. It's very theatrical. The, the 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 scene in the film itself is also creepy mm-hmm. as hell. But I never, I'd not seen the film when I was listening to the album all the time. And so all in my head, it was creating such a such visions and creepiness yeah go ahead is this a scene and i have i've never seen the film the wall is this a scene that's um all animation there is animation in it it's it's a mix but there's there's animation in it yes and it's creepy animation Mm -hmm. it is like the worlds are almost like tim burton worlds where like the buildings are done at weird angles to look tall Mm -hmm. and strange and lanky and awkward but right about the three-minute mark when he's talking about being crazy, I just remember laying in my bed like with my covers up over my face, just like feeling very like uncertain of myself. Why were you listening to this at such a young I age? I don't know. I just needed like. Were you smoking a lot of pot? I needed the roller coaster ride. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> who who introduced you to this? Um, my older brothers like Pink Floyd, and there was something about his voice. And the vulnerability and the things he did. And it was like, I had never heard music that was considered rock and roll that was so different and odd and leaning into all the weirdness that you could possibly do. There's something very freeing about it. I do miss falling asleep to albums. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I feel like I, I used to do that a lot and I don't anymore. And that yeah. was kind of a nice. It, it, I think it allowed me to create a real, like, a relationship to the music I was listening to that I yeah. don't. It was far less passive of a listen to than like, oh, this is, I'm living in this world right now. Yeah. I think that's what you, in our time period, that's what you could like kind of have on at night. And now it's like, yeah. there's, you know, so many devices that you could like, yeah. Yeah. 
There's like the TV, your laptop, the iPad, your i your yeah. your uh, you TikTok. know it's just like it's, so uh, many screens. Whatever. When the judge comes in in the song, and he has this like deep, creepy, devilish voice, it it's actually coming up right now. But um, it just takes the song in a whole different direction I wasn't planning on, and it makes it just like eerie and creepy. And I felt like it was the voice of like some devil demon inside my stereo, like reaching out to me as I'm like slowly falling asleep. And I think that what it was was that in ninth grade, I'd gotten to a point where I was like not wanting to go to sleep at night when my bedtime was. And I was still having a bedtime, but I felt like an adult. So the most visual thing I could find was the wall. Like of all the music I could find, the thing that was the most visual to me was was this, this. I loved the creepiness of it. I loved being in bed and being covered in blankets and kind of, it's like reading a scary book under your, blanket you know or it's like anything like that or like watching yeah. i also had a period where i watched the exorcist all the time when i was like in bed before i go to sleep Jeez. <laughs> i don't know i can't explain it because like i i, I get I, it I, man i, yeah, I fall asleep like, horror films all the time certain yeah, horror films i don't think i yeah. can fall asleep to the exorcist but i hear you i just love it i just love it so there you go the trial pink floyd go ahead throw pumpkins in my face what is it <laughs> <laughs> now 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 would you put it on like a party halloween playlist depends on the party depends on the party i mean <laughs> is it, it listen would i put it next okay. to thriller absolutely not absolutely not but if i'm like setting a mood like in a house where it's going to be kind of creepy and you know gothy something like this when you hear the yeah like yeah. kids are coming over trick-or-treating you want that play when they knock on your door and you open the door and they're like and it kind of has like some uh it has some kind of danny elfman-esque things to it as well just as like i can see where pink floyd is so inspirational to so many other artists because it's very operatic it's much larger than like you know right. traditional rock of that period yeah uh, Michelangelo, if you if you walk into a video store and that song is playing, or someone walks in and hears this song, what are you? What does that inspire you to recommend as far as? So I think of two things. Um, one is Critters, <laughs> because <laughs> it's so weird. Okay, I know, but just because it's like, like it. the 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 character who's supposed to um, uh, be the rock star. I think he's he's in the wall, isn't he? The actor who's oh my in god he yes he is Critter, he yeah. is yeah yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. I think I think That's of great. that yeah, yeah. so I think of critters but I also think yeah. of the black the black coat's daughter from 2015. Um, I don't never saw that. I don't think is a movie a lot of people have seen. Um, uh, but check it out. Yeah, I it, it harkens to me. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, and this is definitely like a black licorice candy to go with this song <laughs> yes agreed that's where i'm at and i give it five pumpkins agreed marika Ooh. 
I mean, my recommendation is not necessarily is not not necessarily is not at all horror related, but you'll see the link. But I would definitely if someone comes in and goes, oh, I love this track. Aside from actually the wall, recommending yeah. of them course, yeah. the wall, um, obviously, uh, I would recommend oh, yeah. Tommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock operas. Yeah. It's like it's similar. Yeah. But, yeah, like rock operas. Yeah. Similar. Very, Very different. different vibe, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But I like we're going with our is, gut instinct is, here. It's yeah. not a well. It's it's not a well thought I, out. I thing. would say <laughs> Exorcist three, and then I would also say Candyman, because because well, the specific Ooh, part in Candyman where she's being institutionalized for being crazy, it kind of really plays into a lot of this, mm-hmm. like going on trial and her because she is you know pointing out things that are wrong and people are like, well, it's crazy woman. She's institutionalized. It really fits Candyman for me in that, that respect. And I would recommend for anybody who's interested in that album, the album as a whole is a wonderful start to finish concept album. That is brilliant. And uh, definitely next time you like have an hour and a half or two to really just like listen to music and not be distracted. God, it is a amazing listen. Yep. Bedtime. Bedtime. And what candy Clearly. goes with this? Uh pumpkins, five. Oh, candy. Five pumpkins. Um saltwater taffy. Saltwater taffy. I taffy. Taffy. taffy too. Nice. Yeah. Sticks Gets in, in there, teeth, you can't man. get it out. Sticks in teeth. Marika. Marika. Uh, all right. My second pick. I don't know. If I, I don't know, know this. It's called Ramalama Bang Bang. I like the choreography. So this is a song by Regine Murphy um, from her album Ruby Blue that came out in 2005, uh, which I discovered through So You Think You Can Dance. This is the second season of So You Think You Can Dance, and I saw this choreography, which that's great, that's great, it's great, it's great. <laughs> uh, it's super reminiscent of like a thriller mm-hmm. type of choreography, and there's there's a link there. Um, but yeah, it's a phenomenal tune. It's a phenomenal uh, choreography by Wade Robson, who is oh, actually wait, wait, no, dancing in this Robson, number. Yeah. Uh, if you, if yeah, yeah. So if you look at, if you watch the video from "So You Think You Can, you can Dance," Wade Robson is not only the choreographer yeah. but also a dancer in this number. I was listening to the song on its own today, and. I remember, you know, whenever you like sit back and listen to a piece of music and go, okay, well, what do I see when I listen to this song? And I can't not see some sort of weird, dark, like, for sure, heavy, like, heavily grounded something or other. So it totally fits. But like, it doesn't sound super spooky, but the choreography fits. But I discovered the song 
watching So You Think You Can Dance. And so the association yeah. I always have about this song is this choreography, which is like super spooky, mm-hmm. zombie like, like dark, dirty, yeah. like, I don't know. There's something really fun and dark about it. It's just like totally tapping into the kind of thing I like. It would be a <laughs> wonderful song at like a Halloween like party where there is dancing and like real good times involved. Yeah. Cause I feel like it inspires me to want to like move. Oh hell yeah. Boom, 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 this would be, boom, this would be an boom, awesome right? song to play at like when I was in high school at like a Halloween party. It's like, yeah. I think it's conducive to like bumping and grinding. Yeah. And, yeah, spooky and dancing spooky as well. Dancing. I think that is his spooky. You've not seen his bump and grind. It's very spooky. It's very spooky. spooky. Is, I'm just rubbing myself on you. <laughs> it's terrifying. He's just bumping and grinding with himself. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, that one. I don't know. It's a bit of a blast for the from the past for me. Uh, but that, that is I my. Loved, I love discovery. Like you giving giving us something that I was un like unfamiliar with entirely and immediately as soon as it came on the beat was like a bop it was so like driving and fun and then the choreography we'll put the youtube link or something we'll figure out a way for viewers to be able to see it but our listeners um but yeah it's i love it five pumpkins five pumpkins what do you okay if if it's if it's playing if it's playing in the store what do you what is does it evoke any other Film suggestions? Mm. It's kind of tricky because it's not, I don't know. I got something. So, yeah. Five pumpkins for me. Yep. Um, Five sexy pumpkins. Of course. Are Um, there any other kind (laughs) with you? (laughs) And then, (laughs) and then I'm going to go with uh, 2018's Climax, which uh, you should check out if you haven't seen it. It's, um, members of a dance troupe they're like lured to a school an empty school and then they drink some sangria that maybe is drug laced and their rehearsal descends into this crazy nightmarish madness and Uh it's pretty cool and i would go with um my candy would be uh what were they called they were the they were sour licorice ropes covered in candy do you know what I'm talking about? Or covered in sugar? Nerds ropes? They weren't nerds ropes. Yes, they were they were star, s- uh, oh. star bright, starlight, um, bright crawlers. Star, I see um, tonight. <laughs> bright crawlers, night crawlers. Was it sour ropes? Sour worms. It's, it, I think it was worms, maybe. Hold on. I'm I'm um Yeah, they used to sell in the movie punch. theater. Sour they were, but they were sour covered power. In sour powers sour, sour, punch. Power? sour punch sour punch okay sure sour sure. punch they were like long they were like ropes they were like long strings of sour candy but they were mm. rolled in like a sugar so they were like sweet and tart I, yeah. I didn't like them but that that's the i have sometimes you have no reason as to why the thing pops into your head but that's what pops into my head and you know with these movie recommendations people these are all gut reactions so they could be completely off um uh these are just like we're hearing the songs yeah. for the first time and this is the stuff we're coming up with uh yeah. as a gut reaction so that's that's what i got i'm gonna say i'm gonna say fright night part two <laughs> right. um no no the like second the fright night no no the second film where, where it's um okay yeah part two uh where dandridge is is not 
played by um a man but it's it's a young female who is a badass and i kind of feel like the voice behind that song and the driving beat kind of fit her vibe in the movie Mm -hmm. so just based on like that a strong creepy sexy woman uh from fright night 2 uh can wear that song any day and be like you know badass and then the candy that would go with that is some dark salted caramel chocolate yeah Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Marika. Okay. I'd go uh, Idle Hands. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and anything that's like radio radioactive green. Mm, okay. Flavored. I like that. What does radioactive why. green flavored taste like? Like ecto cooler. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever candies like mm-hmm. radioactive green. It's a very it's a very radioactive greeny, twitchy sounding something or other. That's my feeling. Uh, all right, Michelangelo. Let's go okay, to my third and final song of the evening. Is going to be oh, and oh, uh, Marika, you know this. You put it. It's been on the playlist. White lies. Um, it's um. I love this song. Much. The band White Lies from 2008 to Lose My Life. So the album To Lose My Life, track one, Death. I love. Right? Like, I, I cannot even express how much I love this song. Yeah, me too. It means so much to me. I love the feeling when we live Mickey, are you familiar? And it's a bop, man. Yeah. And then I got a video going here too. It's like the slow motion video of a girl walks home alone at night when she they have the kiss scene. Oh, nice! I don't want to give away too much. Uh, so it's super slowed down to to go out to the length of the song, but it's just the hopeless romantic in me. Like falling in love is like a wonderful and scary experience to like give so much of yourself to someone you're like totally exposed and vulnerable and you become their partner their teacher Mm -hmm. their friend their lover everything you think you know about yourself um all the values you have in life they're they're all tested through this relationship however long it's going to last with this person um it's just I, I can think of nothing more thrilling and uh, exposing and uh, scary than falling in love. And I can't help but think of a badass vampire woman and a mortal man falling in love when I hear this song. I love the quiet of the night I mean, I can't even. Right? We're just like, <laughs> yeah. It's like you a group, man. Just it's like jam out. Yeah, it's kind of like it's like that. Like, um, it's not it's not new wave, but it's like kind of got that, you know, Brit rock like new wave. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just like I'm in the groove with it. You know, it's great. It's wonderful. No, when I love this. When we first watched this movie, for the following, I'm gonna say like four or five months, 
Anytime I got the aux cord, man, and I could plug yeah. it into my phone, I was like, this is happening. And then we'd like be outside. Like I'd be having parties outside and then I'd like go inside to go to the bathroom and it'd be like, I wanna put this song back on. And yeah. I would just like play it on a loop. I love this song so much. I could cry right much. now. So much. I love this song so much. Is it Halloweeny? Uh, I don't know. Hey. <laughs> I want to be the, You put this on the Halloween playlist. You did, Marika. You did. I know. I know. If I hear this playing in a video store during Halloween, I am like, this is my kind of store, right? What is this from? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this is my kind of store. Yeah. No, it is a phenomenal song from a fucking phenomenal movie. Like that, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night is phenomenal. Yeah. It's up behind the paywall. I can't help but episode. give it 10,000 pumpkins. 10,000 pumpkins! Um, See, she's buying yes. into my currency thing. No, yours is up on a 700 <laughs> pumpkins. Hey, I'm the one who put this on the playlist! <laughs> I'm giving it, I'm I'm giving it 10,000 pumpkins. Um, there you go. You just broke the whole scale, Michelangelo. Bravo. That, Bravo. like, towards the end when everything drops and then it comes, like, it's just, like, a crescendo of everything. It's mm -hmm. just, like, goosebumps and, like, ah, oh, it's, it's beautiful song. And the movie is so good. Check it out. A girl walks home alone at night. It's fucking awesome. Nothing scarier than falling in love. So that's my last bit. Yes, this has got a hold on me. I wouldn't even know, like, that song is so intricately linked in my mind to that movie that I wouldn't even be able to... Right? Yeah. I can't even, like, I hear it, I'm like, yeah, no, that movie. Anything else? No. <laughs> yeah, I could give you it's other so romantic... I'm sure that band has done other things yeah. and, like, exist in other planes, but, like, there's this yeah. very strong link between those two have you seen the uh vampire film with um tilda swinton and um, only lovers left alive yeah have you seen it jim jarmusch mm -mm. jim jarmusch no jim jarmusch i have yeah. not it's 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 on my list and either that, I. Uh, I but yeah. I, I feel like this evokes that film into my mind yeah having yeah, not it, seen it, 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 it it's based too. on trailers and reading and stuff right? like that just images but, yeah yeah, yeah. So, but it does evoke that film for me. Again, these are gut reactions. I'm going to watch the film and say, yeah, that was wrong. But, but, but that's what I'm feeling at the moment. Uh, and then my gut saying, what candy would go with it? I feel a lot of pressure from that. Maybe it's a candyless movie. Oh, no. See, see, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Marika. When you came to visit me in Kansas City, when I was living in Kansas City, you brought me these like maple syrup candies that are oh, in the shape yeah. of leaves. Yep. I yep, go yep. With okay. That so, at the house right because now. Because. Because I often find that when you're in the mood to kiss and make out, like some uh, like a maple syrup candy or some raw honey is like the perfect thing to eat because you, you don't want your mouth to like necessarily be fresh and minty, but you want it to be clean. And I find that if it's a little sweet, it makes to a little more of an enjoyable kissing experience. It's like you, you're starting with a clean, neutral base. I'm, I'm glad I encouraged <laughs> your making out career. Good. Yeah. yeah, man, it gives you like you get some sugar, you get some energy. You're fucking into it, man. You're fucking uh, kissing. <laughs> kissing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Kiss me, Jack Dober.
Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anything maple. Anything maple. I'll second that. Maple. Third that. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, Mickey, what is your... So my final pick, and, and it was really hard for me to choose a single pick to represent an entire subgenre. But I would be remiss if I did not try to include many different types of music. So for my last pick, I chose something from the horrorcore subgenre of hip-hop. This is the Flatliners' Live Evil. What year is this from? 1992. 1992. The album is USA. This is awesome. I did not know about this at all. It's really good. Yeah, this is awesome, man. How did you? What? Why? Why this, Mickey? Well, so I wanted to represent. Like, how did you hear about this? Well, I wanted to represent this? horrorcore because I grew up in uh, Northeast Arkansas, and one of the bands that were big when I was a kid growing up in Memphis, which is where I grew up near, was Three Six Mafia, and Three Six Mafia was part oh, yeah. of a subgenre of rap called horrorcore, where they would sometimes do like albums that were inspired by horror films, like Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff like that, and it was like a whole thing, and. I don't think it is. I don't even really do horrorcore anymore, but there's like this whole subgenre of rap that is just guys doing songs that are inspired by horror films and stuff. And like this group, uh, I think the nephew of uh, Rev Run from Run DMC found this group, the Flatliners, and they're the first group to actually use the name horrorcore in a song, thus kind of making them the the genre had already been around, but they were the first people to like give it an actual name. And the Flatliners, yeah. uh, like the rappers' names were like Red Rum was one of the rappers, and yeah, so it's like they're amazing. They just That's all inspired awesome. by horror. So I thought that you know, and I think that you know, I didn't hear or really get into this stuff till like later in my life. Um, and not to say that I'm like super into it, but I do like some. Like ICP is also considered horrorcore, but I'm not a big fan of Insane Clown Posse. They get a little too violent for me. But yeah. these guys are like kind of fun. The beats are good. And you can hear when in their raps, they're not coming off like necessarily mean, murderous, and violent, but more homage to like classic horror films and stuff. Because yeah. there's references to all kinds of horror films in their in their rhymes. So it's, you know, they love horror. I love horror. Therefore, I would like them to be represented somewhere in our playlist. I 100% support this. Yeah, I never, I, did, I am not from Tennessee. But yeah, no, I'm I'm surprised that I had never even heard of horrorcore. But that's fantastic. that is awesome. You've just opened up a whole world, I think, to me. Jeez. Yeah, there's some there's some pretty good groups. Um, I'm trying to think besides Three Six Mafia because that was the one I was initially going to do a song from them because I grew up near them. But I was like, but if I'm going to do it, I think you need to go back to like the people who are considered kind of the the people who made the name horrorcore, and that's Flatliners with a Z. Um, and there's like groups like Cramp, Camp Crystal Lake is a group in horrorcore. What? Yeah, Kung Fu Vampire. Amazing. 
Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. No, yeah, it's like so. There's like a whole like world out there of this, and and I'm and I I am not by any stretch of imagination the person that is the go-to historian or a person on this tip. I just know about it, and I was like, I, I you know, that's something that would be new and fresh for our playlist. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. For sure. Hit the nail that's on the head, awesome. man. What uh, what film does this invoke for you, Mickey? But because of kind of like the young, like the angst and like the aggression kind of part of it, the, their movies like The Faculty comes to mind. Um, mm -hmm. A movie like, uh, is, even though I think it's a, not a, that great of a movie at all, Disturbing Behavior kind of comes to mind. Mm -hmm. um, more young... <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah. just like drop the coaster off of his i think that young teen angst films that have a horror genre around them uh th that would be where i would lean in with this it may evoke something else for you guys also like attack the block something like that would be kind of fun Ooh, attack the fucking you know? block yeah yeah that's a good one that's a good one right there and what candy are you you eating while watching attack the block and listening i mean something like this I, it's, it's gotta be something that you can like dump multiple in your hands i'm thinking like give me like nerds i'm thinking like like anything that comes in a box that you can dump a bunch of your hand, just scarf down. Like, you know, I don't know. There's something about that. Like I want a palm full of something that I'm wolfing down. <laughs> okay, Michelangelo, what are you, what are you recommending? I'm going to recommend, um, watching. uh, uh, for the film, uh, uh connection. I'm going to recommend 1920s, the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Oh, um, wow. I cool. just think, the 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 like listening to this song while having that movie play is like mm -hmm. gonna be fucking awesome. Oh, uh, I love that. That's cool. That's a good idea. You fucking, you got a fucking jawbreaker with this one, my friend. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Fucking bite into it, dude. You're gonna fuck yourself yeah. up. You gotta fucking take your break time. Break that jaw. Break that jaw. Marika. That's good. Uh, I I'm actually in the same camp as you. I was gonna say because uh, because I rewatched it, or actually no, I didn't rewatch it recently. I watched it recently. Uh, the original Frankenstein. Yeah, okay. Cool. Like clearly with the visuals of the the video, they're going mm -hmm. with like this spooky like black and mm -hmm. white, dark trees, all that jazz, yeah. and like I feel like that would totally fit too. Like and and. It's surprising how a film that's almost a hundred years old, a hundred percent holds up. Yeah. You gotta. It's so I, good. I need to watch that again soon. It's so good. Did you watch Bride yet? Bride of Frankenstein. No. Watch that. That no, that's, not yet. I, next on the list. In my humble next opinion, I think it's leaps and bounds better. It's so good. All right, but I mean, Frankenstein is the OG, like. Yeah, but like this, this goes, uh, they, they go hand in hand in my book. You can't, you don't have Frankenstein yeah. without Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Of course. Five pumpkins. Yeah, five pumpkins. I didn't say, if I didn't say five pumpkins. I mean, you know that if we just give five pumpkins to everything, the system is. <laughs> it's a fun. It's fundamentally like, it's, 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 it's why I feel comfortable to say as many damn pumpkins as I want. Hey, listen, Cry Little Sister Fair got 2.5 pumpkins, and that's okay, but uh, we're moving on. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be crying my uh, self to sleep tonight on that one. 
All right. Uh, so my third pick is a song called Happy Halloween. Oh, hello. By a band called D-Bone and the Remains. <laughs> I love it already. Down the street, a funky zombie that doesn't speak, a broken bride with blood in her hair, but nobody cares. Nobody cares. The boogeyman has bugs in his teeth. A pirate pulls a sword from its sheath. Frankenstein is out of his mind, and all I want to do is trick or treat. That's fun. It's great. So, this is the most mysterious pick for me. Um, it's by D Bone and the Remains from an EP called Happy Halloween from 2020. Um, I cannot find any information as to who D-Bone and the Remains are, mm-hmm. which is very odd because we live in an electronic mm-hmm. interconnected yeah. <laughs> world. No idea who this band is. Now, it's a, I mean, I think we can all agree a very Halloween it's, it's yeah it is a hundred percent going on like I ticked that box of super Halloweeny um it's on the soundtrack of a film that is also very Halloweeny which is Hubie Halloween yeah uh, an that was Sandler movie that was gonna be my recommendation I didn't realize yeah, yeah, it yeah. was I love Hubie yeah, Halloween exactly. oh silly well, and dumb I love so, it like if you like Halloween things and like it's so perfect but I cannot find any information about who this band is like I I half suspect that and they also made two songs for the Hocus Pocus soundtrack the remake but I don't know who these guys are there's no like yeah there's no Wikipedia page no idea who they are no like I love that they have five songs and they're all Halloween songs, which is amazing, but I like part of me needs to know who this band is, and I cannot figure it out. Anyone can has any information about who these guys are because the video is it's like it's so delightfully cheesy and fun, and I like I want to know who these people are. And so that's my Halloween mystery. That's a very Halloweeny song. Five pumpkins for me. Recommend Hubie Halloween. And <laughs> you, you're gonna eat. You're gonna be eating. What I recommend with this is like I don't know if you guys had these when you were kids, but um, you would take like uh, one of those clear, cheap uh, gloves for your for uh, for like serving food. You know what I'm talking about? Like the really cheap ones that are like they're yeah. way too big for your hand. 
when I was a kid at school, mm -hmm. you would fill that, uh, the ends of it, you would fill with candy corn for the nails. And then you'd feel the rest of it, fill the rest of it with popcorn. So it'd be this hand like, like popcorn, candy corn treat that you would eat. I have never heard of this. It's maybe it was a Missouri thing. I don't know, but like I'm watching <laughs> Hubie Halloween and I'm eating one of these hands. Maggie? Yeah, my, okay. have you ever heard of a, of a popcorn ball? Yeah. I, you know, I've never yeah. actually had a popcorn ball. My mom used to make them and she would, uh, you know, take the popcorn balls. She formed the popcorn balls and then she'd, you know, hand them out because we were, because rather than going and buying a bunch of candy, my parents would yeah. make the Halloween treat. So these popcorn balls. You lived so in my a safe mom's popcorn. Yeah, my mom's popcorn balls is what I'm eating. And I, I'm also watching Hubie Halloween 100%. What makes the ball the popcorn ball? Like, what is the thing that's connecting it? What holds it together? It's, it's some form of sugar. I'm not really sure. It might be honey. It might be syrup. Okay. It might be Cairo syrup. I don't even know. It's like, who knows with my mom? It could, it could have been like just... I, but you're gonna have to ask your mom. Yeah, I'll have now to. we need to, I'll have know. to ask her. Anybody else out there? You probably have a pumpkin ball recipe, but but it was definitely some just type of really gooey sugar. Because I remember then she put it in the oven for just like a like a little bit of time, and you pull them out, and it'd be on the she the baking sheet, and then she would like Ooh. scrape them off. And when you'd eat them, there would be like little like sugary strings Tendrils? of yeah, yeah from the popcorn. You'd be like that sounds oh. wonderful. It's like dripping sugar down your. I chin. need to figure out how to make. I need to figure out how to make. We got to make balls. like just popcorn and sugar, man. We'll combine our two recipes and make like a popcorn hand with the nails, and this yeah. way you don't have to do the glove. It'll be just in a ball. It's like a popcorn testicle. Well, you brought it there. I didn't. Well, <laughs> she did. <laughs> Jacktober. Jacktober. Hey. How how much of this popcorn ball and dick you, can you shove down your throat? <laughs> it's easy. You took it there. You That's too much. There. <laughs> you that you opened the door. I know, and you walked right through it. Have you great. ever said um, cock porn instead of popcorn on accident? No, I've never said that. Before. Yeah, no. me either. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> your poor mother. <laughs> Mom, I love your cock porn balls. <laughs> what? Okay, so five pumpkins across the board is what I'm assuming. Yes. Hundred mm -hmm. pumpkins. Five hundred pumpkins. She be Halloween. Okay. Now I know we weren't supposed to do honorable mentions, but. But this was your own rule. I know. But you this is we're not going to spend any time. It's just what's going to take us out. If you go to. Um, uh, Don't worry, I Marika, got... I'm just going to play the happy Halloween song. Don't worry about it. I'm, yeah. Happy well, Halloween. No, it's... Happy, happy Halloween. Marika, I'm so happy that you're back in the basement for the special. Thank you so much for coming. With my scented candles. Yeah. My man's a drink. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to add some songs to the playlist. Uh, for old time's sake, Marika, do you want to like send us out on some Halloween playlist uh, words of wisdom in French? Quand on doute de ce qu'on a besoin, les chansons que on a besoin de chansons d'Halloween, parce que c'est l'Halloween. Les sorcières sortent ce soir et les fantômes aussi. C'est l'Halloween. C'est l'Halloween. 
Goodbye. Happy